We're glad to be here tonight. Appreciate everybody for coming out. And I uh, know it's cold out there. Sister Imogene asked me about, she said, uh, said well, there's a lot of folks that aren't here tonight. And I said, yeah. I said, they're probably, you know, the cold. But I told her I always appreciated uh, what Clifford's approach to coming to church was. Uh, he said, if I'd go to work, well, I'm going to church. I don't think there was much that ever kept Cliff from making it to work. Uh, I know one time me and him and Dale and maybe Bill and Ronnie, just a handful of us came. It was probably now they'd call it a, a level three. There was a blizzard going on, but we met and had prayer. I don't know if Dale remembers that or not, but that was over at Albert Street. But um, good memories. And I appreciate everybody's uh, effort tonight. It, you know, uh, it's easy when it's 75 degrees and sun shining and you've had a real easy day. It's easy to go to church on those days. It is to me. But when it's cold or, you know, you've had a rough day, it's a little harder. Uh, but God uh, God expects our best, and I think we, we should give him that. So it's good to be here tonight. Uh, I don't know which of these preachers, uh, if any of them feel like preaching tonight, uh, or maybe all three of them will. That's great. I appreciate Brent taking care of it this morning. We had a good service, and uh, just looking forward to a good service tonight. So uh, if you would stand. I'll ask Brother Carl if he would to open us in prayer.
Uh, at this time, we'd like to ask our deacon brothers to come forth to take up our evening's offering. As they come forth, I'd ask you to please stand. We'd like to ask Brother Blaine to say the blessing over the offering. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day that you blessed us with, and we're thankful for the good service that we had this morning and what we felt. And Lord, tonight we're thankful for each and every one that's come to your house. and We just pray that you'd guide this service and help each and every one of us do just what you'd have us to do. And We pray for the one that stands and that you'd give them the words to say and the spirit and uh, that we may see someone uh, come and be saved tonight. God, we pray that you'd bless this offering to its intended use. These things we ask in your name. Amen. Amen. Jerry 
page 394. 
this time we'd like to ask the church, whoever will, to gather in for altar prayer as we sing this next song. spoken request. Remember all those hands. Who has a spoken request on your heart tonight? Let's continue to remember our pastor. He's not feeling very well. He is on vacation. They're, they're down in Kentucky, but uh, he didn't go to church this morning. So that tells you how bad he's feeling. So uh, he did say this afternoon he thought he felt a little better, but uh, remember him. A lot, of, a lot of people that are sick, so let's remember all them. Give this report. Uh, I talked to Trey this afternoon, and they had a young man, about 18 or 20, I guess, got saved at Crouches Creek this morning, so they were real excited about that. It's a, and it was a Tim Douglas's grandson. A lot of people know Tim Douglas from up in Toledo, so it was his uh, grandson. Got, was there and got saved. So, anybody have anything on your heart before we pray? Wayne, I'd like to ask the church to remember the youth. We've got a lot of stuff planned this year, and it's going to be great. And I have a lot of burdens of people I'd like to see get saved and get back in church who used to be or and are still part of our youth group. I'd like to see them. Good request. Let's remember that. Remember Don Greninger. Remember W.L. He's in the hospital. Anyone else? Remember this service. That's Brother Mike Nichols to lead us in prayer. Father, that we might be able, Heavenly Father, just to look to you. 
sure desire your prayers. We wonder at this time someone has a song or a testimony on your heart. I was thinking this afternoon about the song that Dale and the girls sung this morning. There's a line in that song that says, I've had more gains than losses. And uh, I started thinking about the blessings that God has given me since I've been saved. And, uh, you know, which I've heard people talk about trying to count your blessings, and certainly we can't count them all, but uh, I just thought for a few minutes about people that I've really had a burden for, that I've seen saved since I got, since God saved me, and things that I've really had a desire for that God's blessed me with. It doesn't take very long uh, to go from being pretty downhearted uh, to being really uplifted if you think about the blessings that God has given you and each of us individually in our lives. And uh, I sure am thankful for that. Uh, I just, you know, just in my, and I, I didn't, can't go through all of them. I mean, some, some other day, maybe I'll think of some of the other ones, but today I just thought of a few of my friends that I've had a burden for that I saw get saved and, uh, you know, God has sure been good. That's the name of that song. God's been good in my life. And boy, that, that sure is true. God's been good in my life. I sure appreciate him. So we wonder at this time, uh, who has a song on your heart? Anyone at all? Okay, I'm going to look to these preachers. We got three uh, that I know of that I'm, if I'm not missing somebody. So, any of you fellas uh, are welcome. All three of you are welcome. There's plenty of room. So, if you got something, just just come right on. Don't all three of you run over me at once. So, oh, I, I missed one. And he's the one coming, so I appreciate that. I'm sorry I missed you, Neil. I wasn't trying to overlook you. Come right on. It's just a funny thing, learning and growing in the Lord, because when I first announced my calling, and it, you know, I never looked at anybody, down at anybody, but not noticing me, kind of, it bothered me. But 
That wasn't the right way to look at it. You know what I mean? The Lord's one that called me. He's the one gave me the job. It didn't matter if Blaine noticed me or not. When he said three, it just made me smile because, you know, as soon as he seen me stood, the rest of them were like, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> but um, you just pray for me. I got a little thought, and, um, you know, I just want to follow the Lord, you know. You try to get back a little closer, and, you know, you struggle and you read and it's like lord i just want to do the best i can and i feel like he's just giving a little peace you know getting back on track and but um my thoughts were around just being being able and willing to to, to be able to do the job that the lord gives you to do um and my thoughts are in uh, first kings and i might just read uh, i'm gonna start chapter five and i might read through verse seven or eight and just just pray for me if i don't preach that's all right i just felt like getting up and just telling everybody I love the Lord, and I'm thankful he saved me when I was a nine-year-old boy, and it's changed my whole life. But um, so let me just start reading here. It says, And Haram king of trees sent his, yep, yep, that's the right one, sent his servants unto Solomon, for he had heard that they had anointed him king in the room of his father, for Haram was ever a lover of David. And Solomon sent to Haram, saying, Thou knowest, how that David thy father could not build a house unto the name of the Lord his God for the wars which were about him on every side until the Lord put him under the soles of his feet. But now the Lord gave, the Lord my God hath given me rest on every side so that there is neither adversary nor evil occurring. And behold, I propose to build a house unto the name of the Lord my God as the Lord spake unto David my father, saying, Thy son, who I will set upon the throne in thy room, he shall build a house unto my name. Now therefore command thou that, that they hew me cedar trees out of Lebanon, and my servants shall be with my servants. And unto thee will I give hire for the servants according to all that thou, ha that thou shalt appoint. For thou knowest that thou is not among us any that can skill to hewn timber like unto the Sidonians. And I like that because... You know, Haram had the people to hewn out the trees is, is kind of the way that was, that was shown. And Solomon knew that. And Solomon needed people to hewn out the trees. And what I like is the, in the next couple of verses here, verses 7 and 8, it says, And it came to pass, when Haram heard these words of Solomon, that he rejoiced greatly and said, Blessed be the Lord this day, which hath had given unto David a wise son over his great people. And Hiram sent to Solomon, saying, I have considered the things which thou sayest for me, and I will do all that thou desire concerning timber of cedar and concerning timber of fir. And I guess my thoughts were around the part where it says, Hiram heard these words of Solomon and that he rejoiced greatly. And I thought about, you know, if Hiram wasn't where he should have been, you know, he loved David. And then when he knew the house the Lord was going to be built, and he said, I need people to hew out trees, he said, he's ready to get the house built. And I, that just really, that really blessed me when I heard that he was in the right place, and the Lord could use him, and he was ready to be used when the Lord asked him to be used. And that's just what I want to be. I want to be willing to be used. And um, I just, there's so many people in this church that I look up to. And if they stopped coming, or they didn't sing, or they didn't preach, or they didn't, you know, teach, I would miss them. You know, and they wouldn't, there's the jobs would not get done. You know, the wood wouldn't get hewn out. It wouldn't be in the right place. And um, I just, you know, I, I, this, I, this thought kind of came to me. You know, dad got, you know, um, church called him to be a deacon. And dad was a good dad before. And I love my dad. But it seems like ever since then he's gotten closer. 
And that's what it takes. You've got to keep getting closer. I look at him now, and I can, it's just amazing to me what the Lord can do with somebody. And not that he was a bad dad before, but it's like, wow. You know, the Lord can do that in your life. He can change your life. I mean, just like flipping a coin. You can be unsaved and then save the next. And, and just like all this, when he asked for wisdom, when Solomon asked for wisdom, he gave him wisdom, and then everything else he didn't ask for. You know, when you start getting down here, Solomon paid for the, 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 the wood that Haram sent. He paid for it. When you follow the Lord, you're going to get blessed. You're going to get fed. You're going to get what you need. So I just, I appreciate being here and I appreciate that little thought. And you just keep praying for me, church. Um, I just wanted to do better and keep moving up. So um, just turn it back over to Blaine. I appreciate that. And uh, it's just interesting how that worked out. I wouldn't have overlooked Neil intentionally. And he realized that. But as he said, you know, God knew where he was at. And uh, where I might make a mistake and overlook or, you know, even hurt somebody's feelings, not meaning to, God knows a lot more than we do. It's pretty interesting. Uh, if you think back just the last few weeks, the message Brent preached this morning, Brother Russ, uh, about a week ago, uh, staying ready, being ready, being close, um, you know, over the last uh, few months, we've gone over the articles of faith with the youth in the Sunday school out there. And uh, one of my favorite articles is Article 10, Sanctification. Uh, and sanctification is an act that takes place in our life after we're saved. It has nothing to do with the salvation of our soul. It's a progressive work. And it includes coming to church and self-denial and prayer and an effort that we put in on a daily basis. That's sanctification. It's this man. We've got some work in that. God does the salvation in our soul all by himself. But I so appreciate the message tonight. I'm going to ask Brother Taylor if he would to sing. If you feel like coming and renewing up or giving a testimony... If you're hearing you're lost and feel like coming to pray, uh, come right on. Neil, I don't know if you feel like coming back. If you want to come back and stand with us, you can. If any of you preachers have got something to say, you're welcome. But God is the one that gives the invitation. And if you've got a need in your life tonight, the altar's open. anything on your heart.
That's good. I appreciate the message too. Um, good comments. Anyone else? I think it was Brother Brent this morning that touched on uh, David, and uh, you know he'd been a shepherd and was doing the job that God had appointed him to do, and, and was trying to live for God. And a bear came out, and God blessed him, and he was able to kill that bear. And later a lion, and I might have them twisted around, but a bear and then a lion came out, and it, God blessed him. He was able to kill the lion. If David hadn't been doing then what he was supposed to do, there was still going to be a need for him to go face Goliath later. He, that situation was still going to arise, but he wouldn't have had the confidence and the strength that God had blessed him with in defeating that bear and defeating the lion. So what we're doing in our life today may not seem like a whole lot, but the strength that we gain from that is going to help us face our Goliath tomorrow or next week or whenever that arises because there's another battle coming in our life. And I, I'll raise my hand on this. I won't ask everybody else. Who remembers a time when you were closer to God than you are right now? Well, I do. I, I remember a time. I think a lot of people do. If there was a time that you were closer to God than you are right now, then we need to be striving to get better. And that's me. I'm saying me. I'm not trying to make an accusation, but I'm just saying I need to be striving to get closer. So, good service. Anybody else have anything on your heart?
appreciate Charlie. Appreciate those comments. Anybody else? think about the, the message let's try to move up this week you know uh, if you're not improving you're probably declining I had a coach that said that once if you're not getting better you're, you're probably going backwards there's very little staying in the same spot and I think that's true spiritually so let's try to improve let's try to get better this week if all hearts are clear I ask Brother Ethan if he would to dismiss us in prayer.